the engine of the business is your sales and marketing, but the capital is the gas for that engine. And now it's time once again for the show that gives glorious voice to 25 million business owners across the fruited plain. Radio Free Enterprise with Frank Felker. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, Dude Walker. Yes, indeed, I am Frank Felger. Welcome back to Radio Free Enterprise. My guest today is Mr. Michael England, president of River Capital Group in Stafford, Virginia. Michael England, welcome to the program. Thanks, it's great to be on. What we're gonna be talking about today is credit, specifically business credit, why it's so important, and what you can do to build up your company's ability to borrow. The third of the six M's in my book, Unlocking the M-Cube, is money. Access to capital is critical. It's a critical success factor when you're starting your business, growing your business, running your business. You can't afford to run into a cash flow crunch. It can literally kill your business. Even though you've got sales going on, accounts receivable, everything else, it can, it can honestly cause you to close your doors. And I'm not a proponent of borrowing too much. I've, I've over-leveraged myself in the past, but I do know that the right mix of vendor credit, equipment financing, lines of credit with banks, it's, it's all very important if you want to avoid cash flow problems. That's why I've invited Mr. England to share some knowledge with us today. Michael, let's start with this. Why should a business owner even care about business credit? What's, what's the big deal? Well, business credit is much akin to personal credit. Well, they kind of use the same matrices to, to say, hey, either you have good credit or bad credit. With business credit, one of the benefits of that is you're separating your own business from your own personal credit. Um, so that way, if you have poor credit, but you can establish good credit with, with your business. Um, it also helps to double your your, your borrowing power. So if you're just solely using your own social security number to uh, secure loans, well, with business credit, we can oftentimes double or triple the borrowing power that you get. Um, and business credit is gained much quicker than what you can through, through, through uh, your own personal credit. So those are just some of the main reasons why you, you want to have mm. business credit. You know, something you just said there made me think of, of, and you tell me if I'm wrong, a potential additional benefit is you're not loading up more debt on your personal credit report. Exactly. So a large part of businesses is you want to separate your own personal from, from your business. You, the tax accountants talk to that all day long. Uh, but with, with the business credit, uh, you're going off of what your business can, can borrow. Uh, a lot of the big um, companies that are out there, they don't, write, they don't use their own personal credit to just secure it. And then you're not personally liable for it if the company goes south. Yeah, and that's a big, big deal. What happens to me if I don't have it? Well, if you don't have it, uh, you're going to be, as you just mentioned, coming against that cash flow crunch. Um, whether it's to expand your, your, your business, whether it's to buy a new building, whether it's to get new equipment. If you don't have access to capital, uh, you're, you're essentially stuck for that. Uh, what I often say is the engine of the business is your sales and marketing, but the capital is the gas for that engine. Hmm. I like that. You know, I think that's better. I usually say it's like the lifeblood, but people just kind of look at me with a, a hazy look on their eyes. They don't really seem to know what that means. But the gas for the engine, I like that. 
yeah, the sales, sales are the engine. But if you don't have that cash, you, you're not going to keep that uh, engine running for very long. I like that. Thanks for sharing that. I'll be happy to steal that line from you from now on. <laughs> you got it. Okay, so you clearly, or apparently, help businesses get business credit, build their business credit. What kinds of businesses do you work with? Well, I work with all types of businesses. Really, it's a, a government contractor that's starting out and trying to establish themselves. The federal government, is they demand that you have a DUNS number and that you have a Dun & Bradstreet number and that you are able to uh, have good credit to, to obtain good credit. Um, I work with uh, mechanic shops, uh, mom and pop shops. I've done a dance studio. Um, there's a lot of real estate, uh, commercial real estate is all dependent upon that business credit. Excellent. And I think probably a great way for us to understand how you help them is if you could just give us a couple of case studies of, you know, dance studio, mechanic shop, what have you. Let's start with what the problem was they were experiencing. Um, how they happened to reach out to you and then how you were able to solve their problem and, and what, the, what then life looked like afterwards. Well, let's start off with that dance studio. So the dance studio has been in business for a few years. Um, they were renting out of a space, but they wanted to have their own studio. Um, so she had excellent personal credit. Uh, she didn't have any assets um, and her cash flow was okay. She went to a number of banks, um, three banks. They all turned her down, saying, uh, because you don't have all of our criteria, we're not going to lend to you. Um, talking about that, just the other day, I was talking to a banker, and he says, literally, they can only, out of 50 loans that come through them, they will only fund three of them. Wow. Business credit is one of those major things. So what I helped her do is I helped her to get business credit by having certain trade lines and, and revolving credit um, and, lines of, and, and lines of credit. Once we've done that, that was 60% of all the financing that she need that in order to, to, to expand. Mm -hmm. um, and then since then, we've been able to grow and her cash flow has increased dramatically because of all this. Um, so that's one of the examples. Correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like you said... That's what we did initially, and then over time, additional benefits accrued. Is exactly. this an overtime game? So this is one of the hardest things is most lenders, they will not lend to you if your business is less than two years. Mm -hmm. So we help them in the very beginning to establish their credit so that at the six-month mark, the year mark, the 18-month uh, and two-year marks, we are able to get them more and more financing. So I, you know, I get phone calls late at night saying, hey, I need financing, I need a million dollars, and we look at the way that they're situated, I could maybe give them $100,000, $200,000. But if we help them build up the credit now, then over time, uh, you know, they can come back to me and it'd be that much easier to, to, to get them that financing. That makes a lot of sense. Great. I'm sorry to have interrupted you. If you would, please go on with the, some more case studies. Yes, so uh, a couple of other ones that, that, that we've helped is our government contractors um, with them trying to get into the, in the, into the sphere of providing goods or services to the government. Um, what we have able to, there's one in particular, the, the owner had horrible credit. He just went through a divorce. Uh, his wife, his ex-wife took him for a lot of his money. His own personal credit crashed. Uh, all of his lines of credit uh, were, were 
or, or taken down. So we then helped him with his business credit. And over the period of, of six months, we were able to, to build that up quite nicely. So that way he would then could rely on his business credit and not on his own personal one, um, which put him in a position to go after uh, a couple of prime contracts for the, for the federal government. Um, something like that is, was really beneficial and, you know, equated to, you know, millions of dollars that he was then able to make. Yeah. And, you know, it's an interesting thing, again, that occurs to me as you're talking is that this business credit and then the ability to generate additional sales because of it means that if you are having problems with your personal credit or your personal income, it's going to have a big uh, beneficial impact on (laughs) that rising tide is going to lift all boats. Yes, definitely. Okay. And uh, how about the mechanic shop? So with the mechanic shop, um, they were simply just on a cash flow crunch. Uh, they, didn't, they went into a, a few different banks themselves um, the, because they didn't have the, the cash flow or the credit that, that the bank needed for, for their guidelines. They said, thanks for coming in. We can't help you out. Um, they then reached out to me, so I was able to get them some immediate funding up front and then over the course of the last nine months, um, help him to increase his credit. So now he has a line of a line of credit that, that he can pull on to buy supplies. And then the other thing is we've helped him to revamp his, his billing so, so that uh, he was then able to pull in more money from that. So you take that together, you added in his own business credit, which he didn't have any at the beginning. He didn't know what it was at, at, in the initial stages. And then as we slowly corrected it, uh, he's been able to uh, expand it. Um, his, his business and offer more services through his mechanic shop. Interesting. So you said you helped him with his billing. Did this accelerate the collection of his accounts receivable? Yes, it did. Uh, since he had his, a bunch of accounts receivables that were outstanding of more than 60, 90 days, we helped to, to clear that up immediately um, and then help him to uh, reassess it. So we made him cash flow positive in that instance. So do sometimes then your services go beyond helping people build their credit and connect them with, uh, with capital sources? In oh, yes. Like um, so that business credit is just something that I've seen a lot of businesses have little to no understanding about. Um, and then to follow on with that, I have a lot of financial services that I can help with getting businesses either traditional or non-traditional lending so that they can take the, that next step themselves. Mm-hmm. But I mean, things like helping somebody do a better job collecting and getting their bookkeeping straightened out. I, it didn't occur to me that this is something where you could help people as well. Oh, yes. Um, this, this is something that I do with um, a lot of um, medical facilities, hmm. um, doctor shops, vet, veterinarians. This is where I help people with uh uh, doing educational services and counseling services. This, we can do a lot with that. Um, and also going into um, some of your logistics, um, oil and gas, uh, government contracting once again. These are all different ways that I can help them um, on the billing side, on the account receivable sites to clear it up and, and, make, and, and get that money so that they can then uh, grow their business. Interesting. Now, you mentioned just a minute ago that you uh, help connect people with traditional and non-traditional capital sources. 
Yes. Uh, it may seem obvious, but if you would, let's start with defining what a traditional capital source, what, what, what do you refer to as a traditional source of capital? So the, the traditional ones is what most people think about going down to the, to the local bank. The, the local bank, they will have uh, a number of products designed for, for businesses, either a conventional business loan or an SBA loan. Mm-hmm. Um, they will, they may also provide some lines of credit um, that, that, that they can also help with the businesses, but that's pretty much the large extent what the majority of the banks would be able to offer. Um, so I can help them set it up with that. I have relationships with numerous banks uh, with our vice presidents of SBA lending, so I can help them get that SBA loan done faster, quicker, and oftentimes less than what they would at the local branch. Okay. Now, that, as you say, is what people uh, think of when they think of traditional lending. And it's more limited, uh, both in terms of the number of products available and in terms of how many people qualify for it. Yes. So, so uh, what, uh, uh, what kinds of things are we looking at in terms of non-traditional capital sources that you can connect business owners with? Well, so, so the non-traditional, um, there's a lot with uh, real estate investing, commercial real estate that we have the non-traditional um, lending that that's that's available for from the private lenders. We also have um, other sources that that we can rely on, such as account receivable financing, purchase order fi- purchase order financing. Um, all those are going to be played into it. Um, we have um, equipment leasing, equipment financing, all all those different ones is that that we can help provide people that money to 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 get going. And it sounds as though the building up your business credit would, well, tell me if I'm right, would it help you in both of these arenas? In other words, make you more likely to qualify for either uh, traditional or non-traditional capital? Oh, most most definitely. Uh, According to the statistics that the SBAs put out, uh, 80% of people who apply for a loan get torn down, uh, business loans get torn down. Mm. Um, uh, You know, as I made mention earlier, you know, in this interview that one of the bankers I just talked to last week, he was saying that every 50 loans that come into the branch, he can only do three of them. The large reason why is people are, don't have the business com- credit and they're not lender compliant, which goes back into being, uh, having your, your, your business credit. So mm. being lender compliant, um, there's about 20 different things that a that a business needs to have in line in order just to qualify for that funding. Great. Well, let's go right into that. What, uh, what types of things can just about any business owner do that, uh, you know, with the caveat that some of these things will take time in order to impact your credit rating. So all the better reason to do them today. Exactly. Uh, you know, what, what are the, you say there's uh, 20 things with, uh, that uh, uh, help your compliance Tell me about a few of them. What what can we do quickly and easily that will help us? Well, first of all, make sure that your entity is set up correctly with your local county and, and state records. You mean um, your business entity? Yes. So making sure that you're an LLC, an LLP, a C Corp. Make sure that it's set up correctly and it's the same with every single type of uh, information that you put out there, that it's always the same information. So, you know, with, with myself, I'm River Capital Group, LLC. Uh, I can't make sure that I can't put down River Capital or leave something out to, so every single thing I put down, my, my business entity is the same name. 
across across all of this. So that's okay, the first so thing. it sounds like from excuse me that you're talking about two different things. One is that it should be created correctly and established correctly in your local area, but then yes. the second thing is that you always refer to it by the same name everywhere you talk about it. Exactly. Okay. Um, the second thing is make sure that you have your EIN number. The uh, next thing is make sure that you have a bank account. A lot of the lenders won't consider you in business until you have your own business bank account. Interesting. Um, another thing is make sure that you have all the correct licenses in order to be working in whatever sphere that, that your business is operating in. Mm -hmm. um, uh, another one that's, that I'm starting to see a lot that's coming out is making sure that your business has has an actual physical address uh, array from your own home. Uh, there's an inherent risk that, that, that lenders are saying that if it's a home business, that it's much more likely to default than either if it has a physical location. So having a physical location is, is another way. Is um, this true even if uh, you have like a physical address at a co-working facility? See, and that's where... Uh, a lot of businesses are going towards is having the co-working or virtual offices. They, that's an actual physical business address. So when a lender types in your address, they say, yes, this is an actual physical business location. Interesting. So, and that's just one ways that you can save a lot of money is to have a virtual office or a co-workspace office. Hmm. And you know, so many of these things, uh, it's easy to say you should have that. You should have already done that as yep. far as, you know, bank account and EIN number and uh, it, so many of those things. But, you know, one thing, for example, it, it's funny when you said the importance of a bank account. You know, a lot of people, they, they just haven't separated their business from their personal life, even in their own consciousness. So the idea of taking deposits into their own bank account and writing checks out of it and using their own credit card, they're just like, nah, whatever. But uh, clearly, it's hurting them uh, in a variety of ways, not the least of which is their business credit. Yeah, the business credit, and then they'll put in their own bank account as a liability against it. So if they get sued, that bank account is now open for them to go after. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Yes. And, you um, know, having a physical uh, space, like I use a, uh, a co-working facility, and, you know, you, you can spend a... Uh, uh, several hundred dollars a month, uh, however much you'd like, depending on where the facility is and what uh, benefits you get from it. But it's just such a difference in terms of uh, professionalism and um, flexibility. It never really occurred to me, however, that it was helping me from a business credit standpoint. Yes. Um, another thing is making sure that you're not using your own personal cell phone number as, as, as your business phone number. Have an actual for business number. Uh, that's another crucial element and make sure that that, that phone number is registered with a 411 directory. Um, hmm. Along with that is making sure that you have your website. Make sure it's an active website. Uh, I've heard of some lenders that say, all right, well, we can't find your presence online. We don't know if you exist or don't exist. Um, the same thing with the emails. A lot of people are using uh, uh, a Gmail or Hotmail.com for, for the for the business outside. You got to have a, a business email um, that, that you can be directed it to. That's amazing. You know, I never would have thought that something like my email address or how fresh my website is could impact my uh, business credit rating. Yep. 
So right now, there's about 50% of all businesses, they still do not have a website. And people don't go to the yellow pages anymore. They go to Google to try to find the business. If you're not there, you're not found. You're losing business. <laughs> so if you're not in virtual space, you really don't exist. You don't exist. What a world we're living in. Well, it's good to know, though. It's important to know. We could argue whether that uh, is right or wrong, but it is the correct situation if you're interested in building your business credit. Yes. Now, I know, you know you're talking about these uh, 20 things that you can do. You guys at River Capital Group have actually created an online tool that makes it easy for people to do these things and get it done quickly. Tell us about that. Yes. So, as I said, uh, I was starting to see a trend over and over again that as I was trying to help a business with a business, with, with the funding, that their credit, business credit was, was lacking. So we've designed a website. It's rivercg.net. Um, and there at rivercg.net, you can go in there and it, there's a whole wealth of information about what business credit is. What do you need to do to become uh, fundable? What do you need to do to become bankable? What do you need to do to come, become qualified? All three of those things are three different matters, become qualified, fundable, and bankable. Additionally, as you register your business with it, they will give you a dashboard to show you exactly what your business um, credit health is and what you need to do in to, in, to improve this. So that way, really, if you come to me, which, which I would like, or if you go back to your bank, then at that, that point, you'd be fundable and bankable so that that way you can get the financing you need for your company. Um, and this is a, a free service to show you exactly where it stands, where your business credit stands, and what you need to do to improve it. That's amazing. And uh, with you, uh, your agreement to it, and, and it'll, it'll have to be at some point in the future, I can see where I would like to walk through that website with you doing sort of a, a video podcast uh, with a screen share so you could show me how to do that. We obviously don't have time to, to get into too much detail uh, here on uh, this episode, but how, how difficult is it? I mean, is it just as easy as checking a few check boxes? What, what kind of information should we be, should we be prepared to, uh, to enter into this form? Well, first of all, it's going to be going over those, those 20 compliant items that we did. We did, mm -hmm. I talked about the majority of them. Um, and it's going to kind of give you a checkbox. Yes, you have this, this is compliant. That, you know, this item is compliant. You know, you have a web mail, uh, a, a website, an email. You have, you have, you know, you, you've been registered with all the business credit bureaus. And then it kind of goes on to say, I'm like, okay, based off of this, this is what you need to do. Um, so those are going to be the things that they're going to be looking for. Your, your business entity, it, it being registered. Uh, and it helps you to, to make sure that, or check to see if it's a physical uh, business location. Um, another thing is, do you have a business plan? Um, a lot of the lenders are going to be asking for that business plan. If you don't have a business plan, uh, I just came across a, a business this other way. That was the main, one of the main reasons why he was de denied a, a loan from a bank was, well, one, he had poor personal credit and no business credit. And two, uh, he didn't have a business plan. The bank didn't want to touch them. Hmm. Amazing. So do you think that that's just like a uh, on-off switch for them, whether the business plan exists or is it they feel as though if you haven't written a business plan, you're not serious? You're not serious. Because of all that, it helps to show the bank exactly what, what you're trying to do. 
And this is another thing that my website can help do is if you don't have any of those things, it can directly help you to get each one of those items um, corrected right there on the spot. Give me an example. What sort of things can it help you correct and how does it do that? Um, well, let's say in an email. Um, if you don't have a business email, we can help you set up with a business email right, right there. The other nice thing about it is we then uh, go for a, a trade line, so a reportable vendor trade line to all the business bureaus, so that way you're starting to accrue, accrue business credit, mm. um, s- such as um, your, your business location, right? If you're paying rent, well, right now that rent is not getting you any uh, helping you build business credit. But we have a, a system in there that say, hey, put in your business info, you know, your business uh, rent information, and then we can help that translate that into a, a trade line that reports back to all the business credit bureaus. Hmm. So, so you you you're establishing your, your business. If you don't have a phone system, we can help you set 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 that up. Um, if you don't have a CRM system or a phone system, we can help you set that up right there on that spot to, to make sure. Uh, the same thing with the business plan and making sure that your entity is correct. That's great. So you can kind of hold our hand through these 20 steps uh, and help facilitate the building of that business credit. Exactly. Um, you know, this would take, uh, to, to, to get registered, it only takes just a, a couple of minutes to do to, to get if you needed all these things, it maybe take you in an hour to, to, to get compliant with these 20 items. And how much does this cost? Well, just to see what your business credit health is, um, that, that's all free. Um, to, to help you to get established, it's minimal amounts, uh, you know, $20 uh, to, to sell you an email, uh, you know, um, or $50 for, 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 for a website cre- creation. And then that's the way that uh, you can make sure that it's all compliant. So very minimal. We have several packages out there um, st- for new businesses. That would be two ninety nine a month, um, going up to five ninety nine if you're a full business enterprise. And did you say there's some level of this also that's at no charge? Yes. Now the stuff that's at no charge is to make sure that all your things, you, you see exactly what your credit health is and what you need to do and to improve that. That's all free. Okay. So just, so filling out, answering the questions and filling out the form, there's no charge for that. Nope. Great. And that'll show you where you are. And then you can decide for yourself whether you want to take any further action or make any further investment. Exactly. And is this available to anyone? Anyone can go to uh, rivercg.net and just start uh, you know, filling out the form? Yes, this is open to, to all businesses or those who want to get into business. This is, instead of traveling to, to 20 different places to get your business started, it's a one-stop shop and you can get all situated right there from the beginning, either day one in business or been around for 10 decades. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of, I can think of family businesses that I've known and others that they might have been around for 10 decades and they still don't have a business bank account. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I could see where that uh, can help just about anybody. And are there, uh, you know, like uh, little educational resources in there? Is there anything I can learn while I'm in there? Oh, that's one of the, 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 the nice things about it. Um, going back to a study that the SBA did about three years ago, 
uh, 90% of business owners have little to no idea of what business credit is and how it operates. So mm. 90% of all businesses. So with that, there's a whole slew of educational materials on there. So there's those uh, eBooks that are on there, those videos that, that are on there. Uh, and there's uh, a, a, a portion that will pop up that will kind of tell you what to do on each page and the importance of it. Uh, so there's a whole wealth of information that uh, one can glean from that. That's great. I applaud you for doing that. That's the uh, generous educator and sincere advocate for the success of their audience at play. Yes. And I, I just think that that's the best possible way to help people and, and initiate and nurture business relationships. And uh, I'm so glad I asked you that question because that's, you know, just like what you're doing right now, Michael, helping people understand, number one, why it's so critical to build your business credit. And then number two, how you can do something about it. That's, that's where the real value lies. And, and that's another thing is business owners, uh, they're really specialized in what they do. And I've met so many really top-notch people that's trying to excel the business. Do they know everything about financing? No. Do they know anything about business credit? No. Um, and this is how come those experts out there in order to, such as myself and, your, and you, to help them to overcome and, and become better. Now, if somebody wanted to speak to you personally and directly, is that something they could do? Could they call you and ask you, can you help them with the, with the financing problem they're running into? Yes. So um, you can contact me directly. Uh, our, our work phone number is 540-318-5700. I just can sit down with the business and just... Um, consult with them and what they're trying to do. Uh, you know, there's no pressure and then we can develop a game plan and what best suits them. Uh, there's some businesses that I've given all this information and they've gone um, to find the funding elsewhere, which is great. Um, or you can come back with me and hopefully I can provide that top notch service and the funding for you, to, for you, for them to take the next step in business. That's great. And you said it was five, four, zero, 318, and what was the rest? 5700. 5700. 5400-318-5700. I'll also put that phone number in the uh, show notes page for this episode. Now, when they do call you, then what happens? I mean, is this, uh, you know, information gathering? What, what, what can they expect as far as how long the call will take and what's going to happen? Um, some some of the times we can be on the phone for just a minute or two, just get get a brief understanding. Uh, I've had other people call me up, and it, and it's taken. Uh, they want to discuss the the, the full situation. Uh, mm -hmm. There's some financing that I can get to them in as little as 24 to 48 hours. Wow. Um, there's other financing I can get in seven to two to ten business days, um, and then there's some other ones that take anywhere from one month to, to, to six months to, to get financing. Those are usually the more complicated deals, uh, mergers or, or real estate transactions, uh, commercial real estate transactions that take the longer time. But yeah. Um, if somebody who just had a question uh, or was just wondering, trying to find out whether you could help them or not. Yes. Um, and that's, that, that's another thing that I often take phone calls thinking, hey, this is the situation I'm in. Uh, this is what I'm trying to, to accomplish. 
you know, I, I just did this the other day for a, a manufacturer um, that, that presents um, a road types of items. They were, um, had four or five things going on at the same time. You know, they just reached out and said, hey, can you help me? And sure enough, we found a couple of different ways that we could help them excel. You know, that's the funny thing also. I'd be willing to bet because of your specialized knowledge, people may come to you and say, hey, I need, I'm just going to say, you know, equipment financing. And then once you dig down a little bit, you'll say, you know, yeah, you could get equipment financing. But if you did this instead, you'd get your equipment, plus you'd have some extra cash left over, plus you'd have a lower interest rate, plus, and, you know, I, exactly. I believe your expertise is invaluable to your clients. Yes. Um, and this is the other thing. People can only ask for what they know what to ask for. Sure. So there's been multiple times in my life where uh, they didn't know that there was extra types of financing out there in order to, to help them um, to, to overcome those things. So that's one of the things, uh, this going back to that dance studio up in um, that, that when they came to me, they asked me for a very specific product. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't qualify for it. They didn't qualify for that. So we had to look at other alternative means in order to, to help them get that financing. That's great stuff. Well, Michael England, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Frank. Thanks again to Michael England, and thank you for listening. Now, here's what we need to do next. You need to head on over to the iTunes store and subscribe to the Radio Free Enterprise podcast. While you're there, why not leave us a glowing review and a five-star rating? Just saying. Then head back over to RadioFreeEnterprise.com and register with the site so you can stay on top of all the exciting doings here at RFEHQ. If you promise to do that for me, I promise to remain your fearless host, Frank Falker. Until next time, I'll see you on the radio. Forgiving your entrepreneurial sins with a gentle wave of his microphone, here's Frank Felker.